the wheel of time turns. In the country of Gildan, four wanderers are blown together by the ice-cold winds of civil war. What hero's journey might the pattern weave on their noble path? Get a load of these ones! <laughs> this is Who's Taking Watch, a show where we play D&D in our favorite worlds to tell some improvised fan fiction. I'm Brad, your DM for this arc set in the world of Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time. With me is Zach, playing a surly sellsword with questionable social skills. My name is Dirk, son of Nanya, son of business. Michelle, playing Tao, a young boy who's trying to meet up with his literal brothers in arms. Eleven brothers and sisters, I'm very well versed in secrets. Marty as Paige, a charismatic herbalist looking for adventure. You expect me to tell you my life story when I've barely known you three days. And Victor as Lior, an ogier who's just trying to make sense of it all. We did nothing wrong. Really? Um, we killed someone. We? Mm, that's a very generous use of the word we. And yet, our heroes live in dark times. What are we going to do against the army of the Falls Dragon? He'll have nothing to fear from us just so long as he should walk in the light. Tal, get away! Trolloc! And I'll just charge. You just hear like a... Inside of your mind. So you guys are making your way to... This is gonna go so poorly. (laughs) Their path is lined with great triumph. Natural 20. (laughs) Tremendous tragedy. That is a natural 20. Oh, Oh, God. And whatever this is. We don't need certainty. We just need a knight. (laughs) <laughs> friggin' die. <laughs> oh, we're so far off the rails. Yeah. Okay. Let's get back on track as we turn the page and begin the first chapter of Who's Taking Watch? The Dragon's Might. Do you think the Dark One could be watching us? Sun's going down. We better head to the tavern if we want to meet Teach on time. I guess that means we're done for the day. Hooray! <laughs> now there may be one problem. I don't know if I can stand up again. Ren flashed a smile, and with one motion scooped Nova up and put her on his back. Hang on tight. If you let go, I'm not picking you up again. As the light began to fade, the duo headed off into town. And though Nova felt like her arms were about to fall off, She knew that today, she had started to truly master this power, and, more importantly, made a new friend. Long ago, the world was at war. But then the ten dragons arrived and changed everything. They brought peace to the world and gave us the gift of magic. Those who can use that magic are called sorcerers, But that is about to change. My name is Nova, and this is the story of how I became the first warlock. After a difficult day of training, an exhausted Nova and Ren finally reached the tavern. The night had just begun, 
but drunken revelers were already stumbling out the front door. Um, why did Zarian have us meet here, exactly? Well, it is a pretty popular spot, but Teach has asked me to meet up here for the last three nights in a row, so if you ask me, I think it has more to do with the food. He orders this meat pie thing, like, every time. Personally, I think it needs a little bit more seasoning, but he goes nuts for it. Uh, are we even allowed inside without an adult? 6.34, you're early. <laughs> I knew I liked you two. Zarian had appeared behind them in an instant. Come on, let's head on in. You two need to get some rest. You know what they say, the best adventures always start in a tavern. Plus, the food here is incredible. Zarian opened the door and ushered the two of them in. They were immediately met with the sound of tavern songs, rowdy patrons, and some of the most delicious smells Nova had ever experienced. Wow. If the food is as good as it smells, I can understand why we're here. Nova noticed something interesting as she stepped inside. Oakvale was a city with a mostly human population, but the tavern was filled with denizens of all races. When it was just the three of them, Zarian stuck out like a sore thumb with his crimson skin and horns. But here, no one even batted an eye. Have a seat. I'm going to order us some food. Don't even look at the menu. Just trust me on this. Without another word, Zarian scurried over to the bar. Ren immediately sat down in the nearest chair and propped his feet up on the table. Ugh. Nothing like a good meal after a hard day's work. Hey, Tumble! Check it out, a new sorcerer! They had only been sitting for a few seconds before their presence caught the attention of an ogre who trotted over to their table. Another one, Grumble. This one's so puny. From behind him, an orc stepped away from the bar. I'm actually average height for my age. I think you're just big. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Nova. Nova, huh? Well, Nova, when some hotshot new sorcerer comes into our tavern, we've only got one question. The two loomed over Nova as she nervously looked up at them. Uh, what's your legacy? How many push-ups can you do? Uh, what's your favorite dessert? Astral five? Caramel custard. Oh, and that was three questions. <laughs> Did I pass? Out of my way! That one and I have a score to settle. A werebore pushed Grumble and Tumble out of the way to have a seat across from Ren. Huh? Oh, well, 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 if it isn't Tusk. I see you've recovered from last time. You sure you're ready for another thrashing? The first two times you got lucky. There's no way I'm losing to some brat three times in a row. Ren extended his arm over the table, placing it in an arm wrestling position. No tricks, no legacies. Just a pure test of muscle. Ah, you sure about that, big guy? You know, I want you to at least have a chance. Let's dance, punk! Tusk began to show strain as he tried to lay Ren's hand on the table, but Ren looked like he hadn't even broken a sweat. And with a yawn, Ren exclaimed, You done? And almost effortlessly, Ren slammed Tusk's hand to the table surface. I, I can't believe it! How oh, is there so much strength in such a little guy? Hey, who you calling little? Heh, <laughs> if you got beef, maybe we should take our little contest outside for a real sparring match. Ah, finally showing me some real metal. Alright, what do you say, Nova? If me and you take on all three of them, it might almost be a fair fight. <laughs> oh, please, God, no, I can barely move from training. Zarian, anyone? 
save me? Hey, morons. Leave them alone. They look exhausted. A woman sitting at the end of the bar yelled at the three oafs without even looking up from her pint. She had a hood up over her head, but Nova couldn't help but notice two furry ears poking out the top, black fur with smoky gray tips. She was wearing a sorcerer's uniform, but it looked like it hadn't been washed in weeks. Also, we're children. I believe she is a child, but how old are you exactly, Ren? Hey, what's that supposed to mean? You saying I look like some kind of geezer? But before another shouting match could begin, Zarian walked back to the table with a tray of food. Dinner is served. There's plenty. Dig in. Make sure you try the steak and ale pie. It's world famous. And another beer for the cat at the end of the bar. Can we have ale? <laughs> Don't worry, Twinkles. The alcohol cooks off. It just leaves the flavor. Though not enough flavor, if you ask me. Oh, okay. One steak and ale pie, please! Nice job bringing some kids into a tavern, Zare. Some real grade-A teaching. She turned around to jeer at Zarian, and to Nova's surprise, she had a human face. Good to see you too, Selina. I'll buy the next round of milk, too. Go back to hell, Zarian. Uh, this is the best thing I have ever smelled. <laughs> it's the best food for miles. As you can see, people come from all over just to get a meal. Now dig in. Thank, Thank you, you for, for the, the meal. meal. The three sat down and enjoyed their delicious steak and ale pies. Yeah, not bad. I still think these pies could use a little more seasoning, but they're all right. Ren is crazy. These things are out of this world. As they wrapped up their meal, Zarian began to explain their mission. Tomorrow you'll meet your third classmate. She lives in a small village called Greywood near the Western Mountains. I think she'll be able to teach you both quite a lot. She's level three. Uh, level three? Oh, I suppose you don't know about this yet, Nova. Registered sorcerers are all assigned levels based on their power, skill, and mastery of their legacy and mist. For example, Nova, you're level one. What? Level one? <laughs> and Ren is level two. See, I'll show you. Kaida. A small puff of purple smoke appeared on Zarian's shoulder. As it cleared, his pseudo-dragon was perched on him, a leather-bound book in her front claws. Thanks, Kaida. And as soon as she appeared, she vanished into thin air. Level two? Maybe based on what I've shown you so far, I ain't interested in what some dumb book has to say about me. Real-world impressions are all that matter. What's the highest level a sorcerer can get to? Oh, it's level 20 but pretty much no one ever gets there. Okay, well, what's your level? 13, but I might level up to 14 soon after some big event. I think I'm due for a level now that you mention it. Let me see that book. Nova flipped through the pages until she found her entry. It was just as Zarian said, a large red one glaring at her from the page. I guess that makes sense. I did just get a legacy. I wonder... B, B, Brisk, Bold Bank, Bloodweaver! Wait! She's level three? Seriously? All right, that's enough. You'll torture yourself. Go get some rest. We'll head out at first light. And make sure you wear your change of clothes. We're going to be traveling incognito tomorrow. Why? Well, we don't want to draw too much attention to ourselves, especially near the mountains. We aren't exactly on the best terms with Stoneshale, so it's best not to draw their attention near the border. 
Ah, <sighs> look at me. I went and ordered too much food. Hey, does anyone want anything? I'm starving. I'll take that if you're done. The ogre reached for Ren's plate. Little did he know, Ren had added a few extra spices of his own. Oh, I wouldn't touch those if I were you. I added my own special spice rub to them. It tastes fantastic, but uh, it's uh, pretty spicy. I think I'll be fine, little man. Grumble took a large bite out of the pie in an attempt to show off. All it took was a few seconds before the ogre began to cry out in agony. Ah, water, beer, an ice spell, anything. Somebody get me something. Here are your keys. You both have rooms upstairs. I'm going to catch up with Selena. I'll see you down here for breakfast. Ren and Nova retreated to their bedrooms. Although Nova was physically exhausted, she couldn't help but feel excited that for the first time in years, she felt like she might actually be able to make her dream come true. She fell asleep thinking about her father as the sounds of clinking flagons and body laughter continued through the night. The next morning, Nova went downstairs to see Zarian sitting at the bar eating breakfast. He was wearing a dark gray doublet with a black undershirt. She was wearing a light blue long-sleeved blouse with light brown breeches held up with suspenders. Morning! Have you seen Ren yet? Up here. Ren appeared at the top of the stairs, his cape billowing as usual. However, he was still shirtless. <sighs> Aren't we supposed to be wearing different clothing? Yeah, I am. I'm wearing my black pants. <laughs> Leave it to that knucklehead to miss the idea that we're supposed to look unassuming. <laughs> Although I will say the black pants and white boots do look really good together. It's fine. I don't think we can make Ren stand out any less than he already does. Now, eat up. We need to hit the road. Can I ask a question? Why don't we just teleport there? Fair question. My power gets a little tricky if I teleport more than two people. I might put the bodies back together wrong. You don't want Ren's arm coming out of your head, do you? Hey, what's wrong with that? Sounds like an improvement to me. Oh, that's horrifying. That's why you need to eat. It's a full day's walk. After a delicious breakfast, they hit the trail heading west. Every few hours they would take a short rest, but they kept a steady pace through the woods. Zarian was fond of giving small lectures here and there as he saw fit telling them about certain herbs or creatures they would see. The sun was beginning to set as they reached the foothills of the mountains. As they neared their destination, some movement caught Zarian's eye in the trees. Look, all I'm saying is that there's no way an owlbear would lose a fight to a glorified illusionist like a displacer beast. Ha! Keep dreaming! Owlbears are strong, but a displacer beast would be dancing circles around it. Hmm. Eight. Hmm. They could probably handle that. Huh? Handle what? Nova turned to look at Zarian, but he was gone. Ugh, Zarian! Quiet. We're not alone. At that moment, a group of bandits leapt down from the trees all around them. <laughs> There's eight! Uh, looks like these guys are barely even goons. Though there are a lot of them. Hey, good thing I got you here, Twinkles. I am great and all, but, you know, I have trouble against too many at once. <laughs> you fools! You've crossed paths with us! The Chosen Bandits! We were once so weak, but now we have strength of magic on our side! 
Fear us. Fear our magic items. Fear our strength in numbers. We will take every piece of gold you've got. All right, I'll take the loudmouth and the two chumps next to him. Once I get started, you hit the rest of them with a light show. Uh, okay. I shall go first. I am Kronko the Great. I shall use the power in this hat to destroy you. Prepare yourself. Magic, come to me! Grongo put his left hand to his head, calling upon the magic within the hat. His face looked almost pained in concentration. He outstretched his right hand and a light summoned, getting brighter and brighter. With a poof, the light went out, and in Grongo's outstretched hand, there was a rat. <laughs> a rat! Yes! Attack this enemy! I command you! Little did Grongo know, the Hat of Vermin was a finicky magic item. It allowed the user to summon, but not command, creatures. The rat promptly scurried off into the woods. You done? Ren dashed forward and punched Grongo in the face. Frozen fist! In one hit, it was over. The head goon lay shivering on the ground, covered in a layer of frost. Ha! Sorry to put your boss on ice. Guess I should have you guys keep him company. Taser grip! The scene erupted into chaos as Ren engaged with the remaining goons. Now it's up to me to take out a bunch of them with one big blast. Prepare yourselves for an astral beam! Nova focused her attention inward once more to charge up a powerful blast. She extended her hand towards the gang. A small beam of light shot out of her hand for about two feet. Astral beam? Oh, come on, kid. We worked on this. If we survive this, we're going to have to double your training routine. One of the bandits made a lunge at Nova. Come on, Bauer. Work. What are you doing? Are you stopping my attack? Don't blame me. I was trying to nap. You should be able to do this on your own. These men are hardly worth my attention. Nova tried again, but nothing but a few sparks and fizzles. Oh, this is just embarrassing. What a waste of my beautiful power. Oh, if you're not going to help, then be quiet. Mm-hmm. Ren, help! But Ren was still in the middle of fighting his share of bandits. Crap! Twinkles! Looks like you could use some help. Just as a goon was about to strike Nova, a vine wrapped around his ankle and flung him into the air. Briar Nightshade, Legacy, Botany. She is able to grow and manipulate plant life. Hey, don't just stand there, do something. Briar stood slightly taller than Nova. She had white hair and green eyes. She was wearing a sorcerer's uniform. As a bandit lunged at Briar with his great axe, a vine shot out of the ground to uppercut him. Watch out! There's another one over! Yeah, I'm aware. The villains ran in to attack Briar. As she swept her arms from side to side, vines burst from the earth like tentacles. With precise yet graceful gestures, Briar commanded the vines' movements. The vines constricted the four assailants and swiftly pulled them aside, binding them to nearby trees. I take it you can handle the last one? Or do I need to do that, too? Sorry, I'm sorry. I get, I get Show off. 
Briar shook the ruffians upside down to relieve them of their magic items. Are any of these helpful to you, Professor Zarian? Zarian walked out from behind a nearby tree to inspect the loot. Yes, I'll be taking these back with us. Although these are some low-rated dolts, I'm curious who gave them these items. Ren, nice work. Nova, looks like we'll need to work on your skill under pressure. You disappeared on purpose? Of course. I sized them up pretty quickly. I wanted to see what the two of you could do in a field test. Think of it as a pop quiz. I didn't expect Briar to show up. Speaking of, Briar, meet the other two members of Class Red, Ren and Nova. Yes! That was really amazing. Thank you for all your help. Wow, and you're already level three. No wonder you could take out so many of them in just one swoop. Look, I had it handled, okay? But thanks for saving Twinkles. Of course. It was simple. Like, something a child could handle. I'm gonna walk ahead to Scout, so we don't get jumped again. And with a grumble, Ren stormed off. I'm just hungry, that's all. I should probably go talk to him before he sulks for the next few days. You two can hold up the rear. Use this time to get acquainted. And just like that, Nova was once again left with a stranger. Uh, thanks again for helping me out back there. It would have been more of a nuisance watching you fail miserably. How did you get so powerful? I, uh, wait. You don't know who I am? Yeah, you're, you're Briar Nightshade, my classmate. Yes. Yes, I am. I, I thought my reputation would have given myself away. Okay, well, I'm sorry I never heard of you. But your legacy is incredible, the way you just swept the floor with those guys. Like I said, it was all child's play. How long have you had your legacy? I'm pretty new to- Look, we're classmates, not friends. I don't need to know your backstory. I just need you to start carrying your own weight, got it? If it's going to be three years of me picking up your slack, I'm going to ask for a class transfer. Briar picked up the pace to catch up with Zarian and Ren. Nova stopped in her tracks. Being friends would sure make things a lot easier. Nova, come on, we're almost there. Uh, right, coming. Meanwhile, in a cave not far from our heroes. Did we steal anything? Are you kidding me? I barely made it out of there. The badly bruised and beaten minion was cowering before a figure sitting in the dark. And you say they were children? How pathetic. They were sorcerers. That vine girl was there. She helped this buff kid with the pompadour and some girl with this sun tattoo on her hand. Wait, a sun tattoo? Did she have lavender hair? Yeah? Why, do you know her? No, but I know Foundation is after her. Hmm. This might not have been such a bad day after all. This might be just what I need to get back in good graces. The figure leaned forward to reveal himself in the fading sunlight. He was a thin yet muscular man, wearing the tan sorcerer uniform of Stoneshale, the neighboring great city. He had long, wild blonde hair, and on his face was a sandstone mask, once broken, but repaired with thick iron rivets. I'll show him. He'll see. He'll see that he needs me. Flint, come here. A voice echoed out from behind him. Yeah, boss? I have a little errand for you.
Warlock, Episode 3, Meet Briar. Nova is voiced by Claire Clausen. Ren Desertthorn by Nick Akins. Briar Nightshade by Jackie Webb. The Lady in Darkness by Tamara Deering. Zarian and Mendel by Zach Burrell. Additional voices by Ron Murphy, Sam Comerford, Lauren Hottinger, and Shelby Hall. Written by Zachary Burrell, Claire Clausen, Tamara Deering, and Nick Akins. Special thanks to Wizards of the Coast and Epidemic Sounds, a Pact and Boone podcast. For artwork and other show information, follow us at WarlockDD on Instagram and Twitter. Next time on Warlock. Class Red arrives in Greywood to find that suspicious activities have been going on around the area. Zarian decides to keep the class in town for a week to start classes off campus. Ha! <laughs> nice to be away from that stuffy school. Nature is my element. Ha! <laughs> I'd say it's more my element than yours, Cape Boy. Alright, that's it. There's no way I can go another episode without fighting her. Uh, anyway, episode four, Zarian's Test. Teacher versus Students. On Warlock.